This is the best, 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 best practices in education and Odyssey School podcast. Let's fly away in a cloud. We'll go down to Odyssey. We'll learn some cool new things and new opportunities. Because Odyssey is made of magic, made of magic. This podcast aims to offer professional resources, practical tools, and inspiring conversations to teachers and parents in their quest for excellent education. Welcome to episode one for the Best Practices in Education and Odyssey School podcast. My name is Corey Adams, and I'll be your host. I want to welcome our first guest today, Megan Martell, my fellow executive director at Odyssey School. Megan has been involved in teaching in classrooms for many years, beginning as an apprentice teacher with the Summerbridge program, now called Breakthrough Miami. Megan has taught in a wide range of classrooms across the world, including preschool through adult education. She's been teaching at Odyssey since 2011 and co-leading the school since 2014. Megan has centered her work both in the classroom and as an administrator on fostering community relationships, programming partnerships, and leadership in professional learning communities. Megan studied creative writing and child development at Pitzer College in Claremont, California, as well as literature and language at our very own UNC Asheville. Welcome, Megan. Hi. Hi. Thanks for that introduction. Before we get started, can you begin by telling us a little bit about Odyssey? Happy to. We were founded 12 years ago as a pre-K through 12 independent school here in Asheville. Uh, We are an integral school, and that's very um, rare in the U.S. There's one other school that identifies that way. Um, And what's wonderful about this way of thinking and the way of teaching is that it encourages teachers to use multiple perspectives, uh, multiple modalities, multiple pedagogies to find the intersection of what is most dynamic and appropriate for students at different developmental stages. And we really focus on exploring the interior as well as the exterior, the urban social experience, as well as the rural and natural experience. So we get to do a lot of everything. Yeah, it sounds like you guys have a lot going on. (laughs) We do, and we have a lot of fun doing it. So today we want to focus our attention on one specific part of your work as an educator and administrator. Specifically, can you talk about the system for professional development you use at Odyssey School? Yes, it's one of my most favorite things to do and talk about as an executive director. Our teachers every year create a professional portfolio, and that is the structure we use for our professional development. It's highly personalized just in the way that we teach our students in order to really meet the needs of teachers at all phases of their careers. And so each teacher chooses an action project. They um, do observations of other teachers. They get observed by other teachers and administrators. They're serving students and parents, reflecting, goal setting. And one of the components that is the most exciting, I think, is the best practice presentation, which happens twice a year. Can you tell me a little bit about why, as an administrator, you take the time to do this? 
Absolutely. Yeah, there are a lot of goals that we are working towards with our best practice presentations. Um, One of them is really to create a professional learning community in the truest sense. So our faculty are working together, taking turns in leadership, showing how they are continuing to learn and experiment in their classrooms. Um, In addition to that, there's this awareness that's built K through 12, where kindergarten teachers are seeing the type of work and activities and books that um, high school teachers are teaching and using to think about their own teaching practice, which means there's just more continuity all through our faculty, which creates a more consistent experience for our students and our families. And we also just have a lot of fun with it, too. I think there's a lot of joy that teachers get out of sharing the things that they love and the things that work really well for them. It sounds complex. So I'm curious, are there guidelines that the teachers use? How do you um, manifest that? Yeah, actually, the instructions are quite simple, which is that every teacher signs up for two dates a year, one in the fall semester and one in the spring, and they have 10 to 15 minutes to give a best practice presentation. And um, the topic is entirely up to them. It's whatever is alive for them. Um, For new teachers, sometimes we have meetings, one-on-one meetings to brainstorm ideas and to look through what they're doing in their classroom and help them gain some confidence about the topic that they're choosing. But they have 10 to 15 minutes to really just show off and share. And those are the guidelines. What are some examples of topics that teachers have chosen? They have ranged from how to write a great classroom newsletter for parents to uh, a book that a teacher read on a particular strategy they're using in the classroom. So um, one that's coming to mind is an elementary teacher presented on how she was teaching spelling that year um, to uh, presenting on some original research or experimentation that a teacher did in the classroom where they're trying a new strategy for teaching grammar, for example, and these are the results of that work um, to actually just doing what they do with their students. So running their fellow teachers through an activity or a game or taking us outside and getting us moving just in the same way that they do with their students. Yeah, and I I think, if I'm not mistaken, that those best practices were the inspiration for this podcast. Is that right? It is. Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, we were thinking about how we could create a larger platform for the amazing work that our faculty are doing. They're sharing really wonderful ideas and resources, and um, we love doing that within our own small professional learning community, but it is actually a goal of the school to help um, create a platform for change in education in the greater landscape. Great. Can you tell us, just to back up a little bit, about what the outcomes for those best practices have been? So both what you see among teaching staff and if there's a way to measure what their experience is and also what you perceive as an administrator to be maybe the benefits or the drawbacks of devoting the time to this kind of program. Sure. Well, you know, I would say there aren't too many drawbacks. One might be teachers perceiving this as extra work. And so to mitigate that, really, it's the job of the administrator to make sure you're really conveying the true purpose of a best practice presentation, which is to utilize the work that teachers are already doing, not to give them extra work at all. 
um, one of the ways that I do that is I try to encourage uh, teachers to think about different ways to present. So not necessarily to rely on a PowerPoint that might take some extra time to put together, but to actually just use the instructional artifacts they've already created for their kids. Um, in terms of, of benefits, I mean, really, there's a tremendous sense of leadership and confidence building that all of our teachers get, you know, our, our more experienced teachers are able to step into that mentor role, which is really satisfying and wonderful. And our younger teachers get to build their sense of who they are and how they contribute to the larger school community. And that's really amazing. And then the, you know, the more concrete thing of we're actually sharing ideas. So every teacher's practice gets better. So I'm just curious, do you have a very favorite, most favorite best practice? (laughs) Oh, that's really hard to answer. I think the ones in general that make me the most excited is when I see teachers present on things that they were at first unsure about or maybe struggled with and then can tell that story of growth and an epiphany and achievement where they say, you know, there's this tough problem that I had to solve and here's how I went about solving it. And now my life and my teaching practice is better and it's awesome. And that's just really inspiring. Yeah, everybody loves solving a good problem. (laughs) Can you tell me, have there ever been some mishaps or hijinks? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, there was one time a while ago, maybe five or six years ago now, <clears throat> we had a teacher who did the antithesis of a best practice and used the opportunity uh, to have a platform to totally dismantle what was happening in this classroom. It was very odd. <laughs> and how did his peers respond to that? I, you know, <laughs> other than I think the original confusion that happened at first, it, it ultimately ended up being a really good conversation and helped us all refine what a best practice presentation is and how it's useful and how it what it shouldn't be and how it's not useful um, to really um, stray from from the heart of of what is actually just a really sweet, wonderful thing. Um, and it, it helped us, I think, as administrators, you and I, to get more clear about creating a pathway when a teacher has to work through a problem or has a grievance to give a really um, clear, like I said, a clear pathway to walk so that uh, best practices aren't hijinked. <laughs> so can you talk a little bit about the inside of the experience so when you present to the faculty when you are speaking as a fellow teacher what is that experience like it's wonderful you know i come from the classroom so it feels really good to put that hat on and take off the administrator hat sometimes and really just talk about the craft and the science of teaching and um you know i I get to do that multiple times a year at different points and and it's really exciting to both plant seeds and and give ideas about how we can be our best selves in the classroom but also really build in workshop time to those experiences so that teachers are really active in their learning 
Do you have some favorite resources that you point teachers toward when they're doing the work of exploring at the beginning of the year? I have so many different resources that I use for different things, so I have to really think about that. But I I think one of the, actually one of the things that I encourage our staff to do, and I find they can often be resistant to it in the beginning, but actually using Twitter, and not necessarily tweeting, so back that up, you don't have to be a tweeter. <laughs> to use Twitter (laughs) in your classroom. But one thing I used to do when I was a classroom teacher is set aside, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes, and it's good to set a time limit because you can really go down the rabbit hole. But to just check a couple of hashtags that you know to be in your field. So for me, it was at the time middle school language arts. And I would just check in and see what people are talking about. And every single time I did that, and I did it once a week, I would get you know, one or two websites or books or different resources that I didn't know about. So I really encourage teachers to use use that. Yeah, that's some great advice. So our time, I think, is up for today. We are going to publish liner notes with some links to resources for administrators and teachers who would like some more information about implementing this kind of program in their school. And we hope you'll return next time when our roles are reversed. And Megan will play the interrogator. (laughs) I'm gonna grill you. And we're gonna have a lot of fun. (laughs) This has been Best Practices in Education, an Odyssey School podcast. It was recorded here in our music studio in Asheville, North Carolina at Odyssey School, engineered by our music director, River Gargarian, And the original theme music was created by the Misfits of Cragberry, an Odyssey student band. Let's fly away in a cloud. We'll go down to Odyssey. We'll learn some cool new things and new opportunities. Cause Odyssey is made of magic, made of magic, made of magic. Odyssey is made of magic, made of magic, made of magic.